Brad, the world's gone crazy, and I now have proof. Yeah, all right. Uh, what what proof do you have? I just, I just, I want to take a moment to acknowledge the fact that we now live in a world where I can read in headlines, man stands on top of public bus with a flamethrower, and it's not a joke. It's not something from, like, freaking Batman or something. It's real. <laughs> well, you know, that's one thing, uh, so, hey, let's get into it. That bus thing is real. Look it up in New York. It happened. (laughs) Happy Monday, everybody. Super Swole Bros are back uh, with another episode for your ear holes. Um, I would say listening pleasure rather than ear holes, but yeah. uh, You know, either way works, I guess. We've been uh, working quite a bit. Um, Obviously, we have our work at the gym. We have our normal jobs. I've been doing the other podcast with uh, my other group of friends, Brews and Reviews, and... We've been working on our podcast here. Now, we've kind of realized that we are getting into a point where it is getting harder for us to record in a timely manner yet again. We are not going to be doing one episode a month or anything like that. We're just uh, trying to find better ways for us to record. Right now, Skype has been kind of a lifesaver, though. You have to agree with that. Yeah, basically, it's free and it works. Let's just, yeah, call it what it is. So, but... You know, why don't we just dive on into it? So, we have a, a, quite a bit to talk about uh, when it comes to the gym, and this, there's this, there's this a is something that still blows my mind. Yes. Yeah. So, we we were like, uh, what was it Saturday? Yeah, Saturday, right? We mm-hmm. we met up and did a little bit of a workout together because I had to close yep. and you were just like, I need to work out. Yeah. Like so, we were there at the same time and we were getting a solid workout in. Yeah. We. On a on a whim, we we noticed something. Uh, my clothes kind of fit better than they had, so we're like yes. Brad's like, "Hey, go check, go go on the scale." All right, all right. And then Brad went on a scale, and then we saw something that shocked both of us. We weigh the same, roughly. Yeah, yeah. The ratio is different because I've I've got a little bit less muscle, a little bit more uh, other stuff, but it's a, it's closer than it was. Oh yeah. All right. So when Isaac started his workout journey, you said you were at two twenty five, correct? Yeah, 225. And now you are down to about the 180 mark. 180 yes. to 185 is kind of what we established, because obviously we aren't getting on a scale naked. Um, and then when I started my workout journey, I was at about 140. Yeah, but and your journey was kind of the opposite. You were... You gaining. Were gaining. I was trying to lose. Now... So we're meeting um, in the middle on that. Yeah, now some of my... A little bit of my weight gain has had to do with uh, my lack of cardio, which... It's just, this is the way the world is now. It's a lot harder for me to get my cardio in. I'm really hoping to try to push more towards cardio. And Saturday, you saw I was able to get a little bit of cardio in, which felt really good. Now, the only issue with that is trying to get cardio in when you're talking about between the two jobs, the recording of the podcast, the editing of the podcast, all these things that we're doing together. For me, it is harder to get cardio in. I open at the gym. I get there at 7 in the morning. Then straight from there, I go to my other job. Now, with Isaac, you have a little bit more time in the mornings to get your cardio in because, correct yeah, me if I'm wrong, you don't, like you don't start... 10, 11. Yeah. So I get that, like, few morning hours. Yeah, and I would love to get a morning run in, but at the same time, I'm not sure if it'd be as beneficial. Um, 
It for wakes me, you up. because it wakes oh, you yeah, up. Oh yeah, no, but for me it'd be like go on a run. So I'd have to get up at like four in the morning, go on a run, shower, then go work at the gym. You know what I mean? So it just there's a lot of things to it that are I'm trying to get in place. Maybe I will start a morning run routine. I think it'll be beneficial. I think it'll be a good thing to do. We were but, talking about this, and we said that for you, it would probably be better for you to, like, eke out a run at the end of the day. Yeah. And, you know, I'll, I'll kind of see what happens, and maybe we'll give a little bit of an update on that. But for the time being, running is just kind of not where it is. Now, in other news, um, I did want to point out that we were talking about having a uh, Swole Juice review for this episode. We didn't get that together. But I do have the Swole Juice for the next review. I was talking about doing a protein powder, but... I'm finally about to open up some of the non-stim pre-workout. He's got a goofy smile on his face, folks. I, I'm really interested. I kind of want to see how it how it works. You know, it, will it give as good a pump as the C4 and you know Total War and all this other all these other products that we've tried, or is it going to be less of a pump? Will it give you a pump in a different way? How is the non-stim pre-workout going to work for us? And who knows? It could be better. We we may find it more beneficial than what we're used to. I'm feeling it's gonna be like a like a like a diet powder situation. If you get what I'm saying, like there'll be something. Yeah. It just won't be as strong. That's what I'm yeah. feeling. Yeah, I, I I'm kind of like thinking the same thing. But before we get into the rest of the episode, I kind of wanted you to give an update on your stack that you've been using. You're basically almost out of everything. Yeah, I've been using it. Um been going pretty good honestly like I, I don't get to use it like i don't use it every single workout i'll spread it out like once every other workout but yeah i'm like i'm almost empty on the protein the pre-workout is less than half there's still a good chunk of the recovery yeah and i'll just keep using that until it's gone basically um i think i've honestly seen better muscle increases when i consistently use the powder as opposed to before when i would do it like once in a while. Yeah. And I feel like, uh, so we, we originally did the stack review to kind of like have a before and after, but that was back when the gym was a consistent was back, thing. Yeah. That was back in, in the before times. So, so we are going to be doing stack reviews. Um, they're just going to be a little bit different. Um, I feel like with your stack, I think that the score we gave it in the beginning, I think that's going to be the end all be all score just because we weren't able to, you weren't able to consistently use it, which was kind of part of the test. Yeah, I didn't now, get, like, the full before and after of just that, because COVID. Yeah. Yeah. It's now, I do it. feel like you, like you said, you are seeing differences for when you use it as opposed to when you don't, which I think is a good thing to note when it comes to using these products. Now, for the next Wool Juice review, uh, whenever we do uh, the next um, stack review, I should say, That'll be my stack, and I'm going to try to keep it as consistent as possible, and we will see what happens. Right now, because of COVID, it, we might wait a little bit, maybe till next year, for us to actually get another stack review going. But I, I think that it will be something that we are definitely going to do a little more of in the future. But that kind of brings me to my next point. Workouts have completely changed during a pandemic. Sorry, just the idea of you doing a stack... Reminded me of, remember that video I showed you from GTA about that, that guy who, when he gets power-ups, he gets unreasonably buff? Yeah, yeah. I'm imagining that happening to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Final form and all. 
Hey, I would I would not be opposed to it. But I feel like whenever I do my stack review, I need to consistently keep up with my cardio. That's going to be part of the test with it. Now, however, moving on, workouts have totally changed during the pandemic. Oh, for sure. Like, now, we're not even counting on... We're not, we're not even accounting for the gym you go to might not even be open anymore. Might not even be in business anymore because it was a small gym, if that was the case. If so, yeah. condolences. Oh, yeah. Now, part of the reason that I say that is because, like, my workout routine has totally gone haywire because typically I'd have the time to do cardio after every workout. We don't have that luxury anymore at our gym because if we are allowed inside, it's one person at a time and you're only allowed in for 10 to 15 minutes. That's what I really miss about our gym being 24-7 because if you if you were awake, you had the time to work out. Yes, like yes. You could make it work anywhere. It was awesome. And that's kind of what has happened with my workout. My typical workout would end, I would end every workout with between a 15 minute run and a 5k run. It kind of depended on how I was feeling that day, but I would always consistently have a 15 minute run minimum. Now, with the restrictions in place, I can't really get that. And also sometimes, most of the time now when I'm going to the gym because of the limited hours, I'm going on my lunch and I can't be all sweaty by the time I go back to work and plus you, you kind of got to prioritize like you can run anywhere it's better at the gym honestly but you can run anywhere but you can't lift everywhere you can only do that at the gym so you have to pick and choose yeah and then with our gym they went basically it's an outdoor gym now which has its pluses and has a, quite a few detriments to it as well um obviously when it rains they they only have a limited space that's covered. Yeah. So and um, we have to bring that in, rain or sun. So that was that was that was cold. It was it was very cold that day. Yeah. And then we're talking about the how the weather is affecting the workouts when we have rain at the gym. Obviously, like I said, there's a limited area that's covered. Then you also have to take into account the temperature. Is it going to be sunny? Is it going to be cloudy? Because if you're laying on your back doing a bench press and the sun is in your eyes, it sucks. It, it really does. Like you, yesterday, it was kind of like it wasn't hot. It was kind of like a cold wind, but it, it was, was very, very sunny. sunny. Yeah. Yeah. So even like even though a cold wind, you're kind of shivering. If you lay on that and do a like lay on the bench and do a bench press within two sets, you're, you're heating up because that sun's just hitting you and there's nothing covering you whatsoever. Yeah. And then you also need to take into account, okay, so what about areas where it's colder than where we are? Could you imagine an outdoor workout, like, basically in snow gear? <laughs> like, I, like, I probably wouldn't want to do it, but I know some people will be crazy enough to do it because they would say that the elements are making them stronger. And they kind of are, because if, if you can handle that weather while doing that, oh, yeah. you're, you're beast mode as a default. Yeah. And to anyone in, like, a colder climate who is continuing to work out, especially if you're doing outdoor workouts, more power to you. Let us know how that's going. Because I'm, I'm really interested because my fiancé and I have been talking about moving up to Washington. And uh, when we do, uh, my goal is to have a little bit of money set aside to make a home gym. Um, and you should come visit and use the home gym, too. You know what I mean? Like, Are you going to have me rate it for you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll have Isaac do an at-home gym rating for when I get that set up. 
Um, obviously right now we're talking about finances are really tight, both of us. Um, and there's a lot of other things that we kind of really want to get. And we'll, we will talk about that a little bit later in the episode. But I also want to talk about how cardio affects, how cardio is affected by the weather. Now, we've already talked about altitude affecting weather, but, or affecting cardio. But what about weather affecting cardio? Our weather here is kind of strange because one day it can be rainy. The other way it can be overcast. The other day it can be sunny. The other day it can be windy. And it's kind of random. Like, we don't have yeah. any real warning, honestly. And I feel like, when it comes to the weather, I feel like the absolute worst time to do cardio in our area. Now, our area doesn't experience snow or hail. I mean, we've gotten hail a few times, so obviously hail's Not recently. Be... No, yeah. But obviously hail, I would hate to run in the hail. But from my experience, the absolute worst time to run is when it's windy and rainy in our area. It just is terrible. I kind of had the opposite um, experience as you. I hate running in the heat. It just it just saps everything out of me. I can run in rain as long as it's not too rainy. I can run in mm-hmm. wind because everything I'm doing is warming me up and like motivating me to like if I can get through this, I can go home, get some soup, get some shower, be fine. I just gotta make it through this. It's so much harder to do that in the heat. Like e- every step just burns, and I'm already dark. You you you've seen the difference between my skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I have long. You go from food. you go from like uh, from like um, paper white to uh, uh, you know mild roast coffee real quick. <laughs> you can you can literally see that difference in my arm right now. If I go like where my shoulder is, where my sleeve covers always. Oh to yeah. Where my arm shows. That comparison is accurate. Paper white to what'd you say? Uh, roast coffee. Light, brand? light roast. Light roast coffee. He's, he's not wrong. And really, I I will agree with you. Running in the heat is absolutely terrible. But I hate running in the rain. And part of the reason for that is you're constantly having to wipe it out of your eyes, and like you're you're squinting more to prevent rain from hitting your eyes. And I just I hate running in the rain. Depending on how heavy the rain is, if it's like drizzly or misty, I'm yeah, fine. Yeah, if you're talking like a light drizzle, that's fine. But like I've run in some heavy rain before, and it just sucked. I mean, I would only do that if I had like waterproof gear, basically. Well, for me, one time that happened because I was I was on a run, and it and said it, it was going to rain. Yeah, it oh. said it was going to rain, but it was, like, really sunny, and I'm like, you know, it could be raining in a different area. And I got halfway through, and out of nowhere, it just started a downpour. And I'm like, this sucks. Um, that was on one of my trail runs, too, which made oh. it worse because then the trail got all it's muddy. It's all muddy. And, uh, terrible. Terrible. That one was kind of on you, though. You, you, they, they warned you. You just didn't listen. Well, no, it also said it wasn't supposed to rain for another, like, two hours. Oh, so that's slightly on them, because they gave you... Uh, false hope. I got false hope. Disinformation. Right information, yeah. but that was wrong. So. Yeah, but, so, let's kind of move on. I kind of wanted to also talk about workout ideas for the holidays. Obviously, Thanksgiving is this week. Um, so there, there next are... month. <laughs> yeah, there are challenges that I've seen for Thanksgiving, where what they do is you take your turkey, your frozen turkey, and you run a mile with it. I mean, I, I get keeping things in theme, 
That just seems so unnecessary and unsanitary. I wouldn't want to eat that turkey after you've run a mile with it with your sweaty hands. Well, I mean, you know, if it's wrapped in plastic and stuff, you know, like, they, they usually come in a sealed bag. Oh, Isaac, I thought you meant, like, they saying... just literally just grab the turkey. Yeah, no, yeah, grab the turkey, Isaac. Like, <laughs> no, what the hell? You can see why I was, like, against it, then. Yeah, yeah. So that's one of the things that uh, some people have been talking about. Um, another thing is, so obviously we're talking Thanksgiving, we're talking a lot of carbs. Um, some people say bulking season kind of starts with Thanksgiving because it's kind of your time where you're eating a lot of food. And I understand that and I respect that. But it's like you're me, building, it's like you're a bear building up the fat storage for hibernation, which you kind of are. Yeah. Now, a few people do different things. There are definitely turkey trots that happen, but I think most of those have been canceled for uh, a pandemic, obviously. But, you know, looking at virtual races, there are virtual races for the turkey trot type thing. So if you're one of those people who enjoyed doing the, the Thanksgiving runs, you still have that as an option thanks to virtual races. And uh, I'm not too sure how... If you've ever done one of those Thanksgiving Day races, have you? No, nah, no. Yeah, neither Brad, have I. Like, let me explain. Before getting into this, races were not a part of my life. Let's get that. Let's get that clear. Yeah, I know. I know. Physical things were not really part of my life. Yeah, I've I've never done one. I've always kind of thought to myself maybe I should, but it's just not something that I've done. Now, would I like to try one maybe in a coming year? Absolutely. But for right now... Well, it makes Paul, sense. You're getting into that old old goofy dad range, I'll, I'll say. <laughs> you are, dude. Like, you, you have not seen the way he acts with his rabbit and his um, rats, and now the cat, too. Yep. He's a total dad. It's, it's weird. I am a total dad. Speaking of the rabbit, he's right here just laying under me. See? It's like his spot. He likes laying under the chair when I'm working. Um... Yeah, and also uh, there's a lot of people that do the twelve the twelve days of liftmas, where you, there are workouts made for the twelve days leading up to Christmas. See that? I, I get that. That's that's like more of a you're having family time, but you're still taking the time to work out and keep it Christmas themed. With yeah. Not like it's... I feel like I feel like those this year are going to be much different, just because obviously gyms are not open to the extent that they were uh, in previous oh, yeah. years. Um, and I feel like most of those are going to be more like the the twelve days of, you know, um, calisthenics, yeah, right? And for like the majority of people, yeah, because who who ha who really has exercise equipment just lying around if they're not using it regularly, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. And there's another thing that I saw where um, this this guy was talking. Uh, I can't remember the channel. It was something on YouTube or maybe it was on Instagram. But this guy was talking about what you should do um, to kind of get back into the routine after you know the holidays. And his suggestion was between Thanksgiving and Christmas every morning do 15 to 20 burpees. That way, you're not just becoming a slouch, you know, and going through the motions of the holidays. The holidays, you know, let's face it, we all kind of slow down. We like to relax a little bit more. And I really wish our gym was open on Christmas because I would be there <laughs> working out on Christmas Day. 
But I mean, I'd go for a run Christmas. I don't know if I'd be at the gym. Oh, come although on. if I had you'd... nothing else to do, which I yeah, you'd don't you'd think meet I'd me do. at the gym. You'd I don't think I do. So maybe I would be at the gym, honestly. Yeah, and I just I feel like with with the way COVID's going, it, not only is it ruining the holidays for a lot of people. I mean traveling right now is just a terrible idea a lot of people aren't able to see their family and stuff like it was literally didn't they have an announcement like like try not to gather or travel for mm -hmm. the holidays mm -hmm. if you do try not to be too close try not to have advance or sing or stuff I'm like yeah you know what the holidays are that's that's yeah. what people do yeah exactly now i feel like we need to keep moving because we could talk about workout ideas with the holidays for literal hours because it's something that you and I have actually done before. But I did want to go into, uh, before we talk about the more nerdy side of things, Isaac, what was your favorite workout of the week? This is the one, it's one I've said before, but now it's, I'm so, I'm, I can taste the success. Pull-ups. Mm -hmm. I've been working on that like consistently and it's been showing. I can now lift it with just nine plates of assistance, which equals to about 46 pounds. Less than 50 pounds. That's so, pretty good. Remember, before, like, when we got started at the beginning of when we worked at the gym, wasn't I think I was at, like, 116. Yeah, it was it was around that mark. Between, like, 110 to 120. Sounds about right. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I've definitely seen the improvements, and I'm really excited to see when you're able to get to the no assistance needed. I, I, I'm so close because I was going lower on the weight too, just to see how far away I was. I still couldn't do it, like, but I could. Start, I could go to here you could and start hold it to bring it up. Yeah, yeah, I can go to here and hold it. I couldn't get any higher than that, but progress. Because before I couldn't exactly. even lift whatsoever. Yeah, exactly, and that's always a good thing. So now I've also had a little bit of progress with my dumbbell bench presses. Oh, you told me about that, what you were, how you were killing yourself the other day, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I've always kind of shied away from increasing the weight on my dumbbell bench presses. Um, and usually, I think the last time I tried anything above, like, 55 pounds was maybe a year ago. So, the other day, I'd, I got to the gym and I decided, you know what, I'm gonna start at 75 pounds. And prior to that... The last time I did 75 pounds, I was able to do one set of about three or four reps. This time, I did two sets in a row with the 75 pounds at 10 reps each. That's, that is significantly improved. I didn't think you would get that, because you haven't done I, it in a while. No, I didn't think so either. I don't know where this came from, but I was extremely excited about that. And Well, you, you gotta I'm, think, we've been doing like solid farmers carries for a while now and it doesn't, yeah. like, it doesn't seem as easy but it's a good foundation for us i think oh absolutely and i think that's and honestly I'm, I'm, what's been pushing it i'm really curious uh, my goal now is to by january be able to do at least one to four reps of the 90 to 100 pounds i i am not giving myself a timeline on this my goal is to reach that no matter how long it takes because if I start timing this, that's going to be more stress I don't need right now. <laughs> I'm just going to like, I have a goal. Well, I'll get there when I get there. That is fair. That is fair. All right. So why don't we move on? I know that there's quite a bit to talk about um, that you've been telling me about. But why don't you tell the 
listeners at home, what you got for us lined up? So there is, there is one thing that I think you would like be a little bit more interested in. Um, they finally decided to add the feature in Pokemon Go to send it to Pokemon Home, so you can have it in your actual games. Now, it's, oh, okay. It's, it's a little weird how it works. Like, you can't just... The, the way you send Pokemon to the professor in the game doesn't... It's not like that. You have to send it through a transporter. Yeah. That takes energy. That takes time to recharge. Now, you can pay for that, but I, I ain't gonna do that. No, yeah, I totally, I totally get that. I totally get I've, that. I've literally, since it, it came out a while ago, and I've literally only used it once. The only reason I used it was because using it once gives you access to a special uh, Mel Metal, which is the Pokemon I've never caught before because you had to have Pokemon Go to catch it. And when it came out, yeah, I, yeah. I deleted it at a time. Of course. But I think it's kind of weird to see, like, now the Pokemon I catch on my phone... I can send them Pokemon Home, and they can appear in my Pokemon Nintendo game. And with the way I have, like, grinded the materials, I can make that Pokemon competitively viable, if I wanted to. That's really, that is a really cool feature, and I'm really glad that Nintendo is starting to add in all this compatibility between, like, all these Pokemon games. I feel and, like it's and... only gonna help them, you know? Oh, like, yeah. You've seen the success that, um... Was it Mass Effect was having when they were able to transfer their like saves and keep the same stuff they had between yep. the different games? Yep. It's the same kind of concept with that, just on a wider scale because they're different game platforms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now that kind of is going to be a really interesting thing, especially to see how they're going to expand this later on. Because obviously, you know, we're talking Nintendo; they're gonna. This is not just going to stay where it is. You oh, know. this is their experiment, and it's it's been paying off for them, so yeah. it's only going to get more intense from here. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, let's kind of let's kind of move on. So, um, GTA Online, a game that I have that I still have not played, uh, obviously... You really need to. Uh, yeah, but obviously I really haven't had time to play any video games lately. Uh, the most, most I've played is kind of like Pokemon Go on my stops at work, and that's really it. Um... But other than that, uh, it's just not really been feasible for me to play any video games. So I'm hoping to get a little bit more gaming in around the holidays, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. You know, no no promises, no guarantees right now. But uh, what were you uh, looking at with uh, GTA Online? Well, they're, they're, they're having another update, and it's, it's going to be an interesting one because it's their first ever map expansion. Okay. So, like, GTA's been out, like, a while. It's... Actually, I think it's outlasted the Xbox One. Oh, really? Yeah, think about it. It was on the 360, it was on the Xbox One, and now it's going to be on the Xbox uh, Series X. Wait, GTA Online was on the 360? I think so, yeah. No, yeah, I'm sure it was. Because I remember okay. making my character on the 360. Are you sure that it... wasn't just another GTA game? Because there's a lot of GTA games. No, no, because I remember that character transferred over. Gotcha. Okay. Right. That was a big deal back then. But like, yeah, it, it lasted that long, and they're still coming at, like, the game's been out for a while, it's been out for years already, but they've never yeah. actually added more to the map. Mm -hmm. So I don't know too many details about it, it's a Cayo Perico Island Heist. Okay. We don't know if you can actually visit the island during Free Roam or not, so far. 
So it could be potentially just for when you're doing this particular mission, you have access to it. Yeah, and that that's that's kind of what I'm worried about because they're known to do that because they did have that one. There was a massive hit. Uh, uh, was it air carrier boat ship? What do you call those? Mm-hmm. I, can, I I can see it in my mind. I can't think of the name. Giant ship that has airplanes on top. I don't know gotcha. what to call that. Gotcha. But like, it was really cool, but you could really only visit it during the mission, and you couldn't really access it during free roam. So I'm worried that this island, as cool as it is, because it looked pretty big as a expansion. And so you're worried it's going to be the same type thing. Yeah. Which, which would be... I would kind of be against, because it's so big, and like, we... It'd be a nice feeling right now, being able to explore something new in a familiar world, which we can't really do right now because, you know, the world's crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. Hint, flamethrowers on top of buses. Yeah, that's true. Oh, my God. Uh, But, you know, there's there's other games that are coming out right now, so obviously one of the games that I know you're a fan of is Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, and they had that game come out recently, The Melody of Memory. Yeah, it's not it's not it's not a like direct core like series game. It's not like part of the story or anything. It's yeah. basically a rhythm game that glosses okay. over details of the so, story. So so what I've heard about this game is a lot of people are kind of looking at it as it is a game that's just trying to hold people over until the next game is able to be released. I'm I'm feeling that honestly. The way yeah. I see it is like if you're already a Kingdom Hearts fan, this game is kind of just a rhythm game with nostalgia. Yeah, of course. If you're not a, like if you don't know much about the series so far, this is kind of like a background introduction sprinkled in into a rhythm game. Yeah, yeah. That said, the game didn't seem very difficult, and it it kind of seemed simple so like you can breeze through it easy i'm saying and it doesn't show all the main story bits but it, it glosses over the major details so you can get the it's a blurry picture but you can get a somewhat whole picture yeah yeah and that's that's kind of a good thing especially like when you're talking like trying to get more people involved in these games or more people to know about the franchise get into the game that that could be a benefit for it but you know it, it just seems it, it, this is it, it's not it's not a game you need to get but it is a game you would enjoy for about three days before you beat it I, gotcha. I'll say that no. um little issue there I had some stuff for the Black Friday but it accidentally got erased mm. so this is gonna be all ad lib here of course <clears throat> right now Black Friday is kind of different because there is no real Black Friday it's kind of like all Cyber Monday yeah. But the cool thing is, like, they've had deals since the beginning of the month, and they're still going. If if you've got the cash, if you've got the cash in these tough, challenging times, this is not the time to buy it. It's not going to be cheaper anytime soon. Like, I think they were selling a Switch for, like, $300, and it included three months of online and Mario Kart. Yeah. So, like, these are your best deals. Like, oh, I got my Switch on Black Friday a few years ago, so, yes. I mean, so I'm right there with you. Another thing that people could look into is uh, bodybuilding.com always has really good sales for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So, 
if you're talking about like, you know, the fitness enthusiast in your life, whether they need some supplements or even workout accessories or clothes, bodybuilding.com is definitely going to have a range of things that are going to be going on sale randomly uh, for the time. So I would say for, for workout stuff, this would also be the absolute best time because you got to think once hopefully we're heading back to normalcy in the relatively near future. Yeah. So all these are going to start going back to regular price and probably even higher when demand starts getting higher as people get back in the game, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I was going to say, that, uh, I think IGN had a list of like the most relevant tech deals, like monitors, computers, games, and they're keeping that up to date. So if you want like a really quick guide on that, I would recommend going there because you can just see what category they have and they'll list out the major sellers having their sales. Okay, that that's actually a pretty good resource to look into. Another thing that a lot of people could look into when it comes to Black Friday is there are going to be a lot of deals when it comes to video games. A lot of deals. GameStop always just pulls it out for, for Black Friday. I'm like, I'm since I, I kind of want to get Animal Crossing, but the realist in me also wants to get Mario Kart more because Animal Crossing can wait. I need to train to beat King Boo, King of the Boos because holy shit, that was terrible. We lost so many times. Yeah, we, we just, we got, it was handed to us all the time, dude. Like, I understand we were all drinking, but she was too, so she should have been on our level. She was yeah. not. You know what? I think we should get King Boo, King of the Boos for Christmas. We should get her a King Boo, King of the Boo vinyl for her car. I will I will absolutely uh, for, uh, donate to that cause. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, let's let's get her that. Um, Yeah, Mario Kart. I think you need to get Mario Kart. Uh, let's, you know. I let's think it's, it, it'll, it'll be cheap. Now is the cheapest time it's going to be for a while, even though it's been out for so long. It's still like a $60 game. I really, I really, really want to get the Mario 3D pack. Because you heard that that game isn't going to be available forever. They're getting rid of it in February. Yeah, it's, it's a limited run. So so I really want to get that. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Right we'll now, see. I kind of I had to buy a few things. Black Friday is going to be a little skimpy for me this year, but, you know, it is what it is, and that's just how it's going. But that said, um, for Black Friday, next-gen consoles are having some issues, my friend. You know, I've heard, aside from them being sold out everywhere. Everywhere. They're, they're, yeah, like, it's... They're actually, like, you can sign up for watch lists of your favorite vendor, and they'll email you, Hey, this is back in stock. Because they have to, because it's just, as soon as it's back in stock... You know, this this is reminding me of the NES Classic. This is kind of like that, but worse. Like, would you have bought an NES Classic for $2,000? Oh, hell no. People are buying PS5s and Xboxes for that much. No, Like, no, they're being, no. like, like, people are ordering three or four copies and selling them for, like, five times the price. And they're selling. That's the crazy thing. They're actually selling. I would, are I buying. would... You know, as much as I want an extra console, aside from my financial situation, I don't need one that bad. I can wait until there's more of a supply. You know what I mean? I can wait for a sale. I can wait for a sale. Yeah, yeah. Especially since I'm on Xbox and most of the things are backwards compatible. So any new games I buy, I'll be able to play either one. Oh, yeah. PS5 is a little different, but I haven't gotten a PS4 or PS5. 
And I probably won't get one anytime soon, unless, like, the lottery or something. In this case, I'm buying everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm right there with you. I'm not really... I, I've had this discussion with a few friends of mine. Most of them are going towards the PS5, and I totally understand that. And I think the PS5 is going to be a great option. It's just for us, we have Xbox. So why are we going to go and buy a PS5 for it when we can't use all these games that we already have for us? Yeah, like... The majority of my library is digital, and that'll carry over. So why would I go to a game where that, or what console where that wouldn't carry over? <laughs> I felt like, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I, you like you said, they've been having a few glitches though with these new next-gen consoles. Right. So I have the two major ones for Xbox and PS5. They're not too terrible, but they are annoying. So it looks like PS5 mm. is having something called download queue bug, and apparently what that means is. Uh, some of the games and apps on the console like you'll try to use them and it'll be stuck in a limbo it'll just say Q for download and that's it hmm and like you can't stop it you can't cancel it you can't do anything while it's going uh, the worst game that was hit from this is supposed to be uh, Call of Duty Cold War okay which is like one of the major games people are buying, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, Call so of Duty. It's kind of a always... problem. Yeah, uh, that's gonna suck for a lot of people who are looking forward to playing it. the The only fix that I saw from what they were telling me was backing up your saves or or cloud saving them so that the saves are safe, and just resetting the console itself. Which is great that they have a fix, but it's also worrisome that you have to reset the entirety of the console. To fix one little yeah, issue. Yeah, there's no, there's no just quick fix, which that that that's gonna suck. Yeah, so probably not gonna get a PS5 anytime soon until that's fixed at least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh also, yeah. No. On the Xbox side of things, you know that quick resume feature that we kind of have, sort of. We're yeah. able to switch back and forth. Apparently, that's really, really much way better on Series X. Mm-hmm. Except it's not so far. Well, it is, but like it, it doesn't seem to be working for every game. Yeah, like they gave you a warning during the um, what do you call it? People were testing the console, and they had to say, "Hey, by the way, Gears of uh, Gears of War doesn't quite work with quick resume." And people were like, "Okay, okay, fine, just one game." But now that the consoles have come out, they've found out that it's more than one game. It's it's a few games that aren't doing the quick resume as it and should they're be. The, and they're high-profile games, right? Yeah. Like, they're... Yeah, so... I wonder if Inquisitor Martyr is having that problem, because that's, like, probably, the only game I really play. Probably not, honestly, because it, it was an older game, and these are... The games that this is failing for seem to be the newer games. Yeah. And it kind of sucks, because this is, like, one of their major points of... Major selling points, where, hey, you can swap back and forth between... Anything you want at the drop of a hat, it's all right there for you. Yeah. And when it comes out, by the way, you're you're gonna have to stutter a bit. There's not. There. Yeah. Just wait. 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 It's loaded. <laughs> wait. Okay. Go wait. have fun. Yeah. And now uh, another thing I do want to say: if any listeners would like to buy Isaac and I each an Xbox Series X, let us know, and we will love you forever. But we need to continue on. Uh, I know there was some sad news that you wanted to talk about real quick. Yeah, so this one kind of just... Get it out of the way. Get it, it out of the way. It just shocked me. So, 
I like I like animated shows, right? So like, of course. Remember, like there was this one X Men Evolution back in like early two thousands. Yep. Do you like the guy who played Cyclops? That voice actor, mm. name is Kirby Morrow. He passed away. Yeah. He was yeah. only like forty seven years old. He did he did a few other things too. He was in a few live action things, and he was in some animes. Like he was Moroku and Inuyasha. Okay. Like, it was it's so weird because he was still like active and working on projects. Like he was booked for the Inuyasha sequel too. Did was, they ever disclose what happened or uh so far like I haven't found a cause of death because I just saw the article, read it, wept for about two minutes, and then <laughs> wrote it down here. I'm like, yeah. I need to share this. But it's like only forty seven. That's not that old. That's No, it's not. That's that's relatively that's, young that's, in this day. Yeah, and age. that's that's really that's terrible. And like, it sucks because he he really was active and doing it. Like he was he was a voice actor, so his work wasn't affected too much. He was able to keep yeah going, and now he can't. Kind of sucks because that was a voice that was very terrible. distinctive for me in childhood. <laughs> I, I totally understand that. It's kind of like you know when John Hurt passed away, right? John Hurt. Oh, that was sad. That was a hit. That was a hit because and he, like, he, he was, was in... a legend. Yeah. Um, and you know it's it's never gonna get easier when we lose these icons, but you know we we will find a way through, and I really hope that when they do, because they I like you said he was still working on projects. I wonder how many of those were incomplete, and I feel like they should definitely keep what he had and try to keep him in these projects for as long as possible. I, I do respect people who who try that. Like, if the, if an actor will pass away while in production, they'll do a tribute and they'll, like, use what they can of what he did the best the way they can. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, before we sign off, um, I do need to point out some more Hammer news. Go for it. So, two two bits of Warhammer news. One, as they are continuing to bring out new models and new things for 9th edition, Drukhari just got the Dark Eldar. Drukhari just got their codexes just been released. And there's potentially going to be some new orc figures coming out, which I'm very excited about. I'm hoping for some new orc boys, because the orc boys have not changed since I started playing in, like, the early 2000s. So I'm really excited to see if they're actually going to come out with some new Orc Boys. But the other bit of news is they finally have a Warhammer book that I, I have bought the audio version that takes place through the eyes of Orcs as opposed to through the eyes of the Imperium of Man or the Eldari. See, I, always, I, I appreciate stories where you can do that. You can swap perspectives to the opposing factions because yeah. it really... It's weird because you can see the characters that, oh, that guy's awesome. Oh, God, he's slaughtering my people. What's going on? Because it's, yeah, such, a, yeah, it's yeah. such a shift because that guy's not your hero anymore. That guy's your enemy. And you might love him on your side, but you're going to hate him on this side. Yeah, and I'm really interested to see what that book's about. Uh, I'm going to wait until I'm done with the uh, Saga of the Beast uh, trilogy. And I also purchased the Indomitus um audiobook because uh, i'm very interested to see how the new because ninth edition is based on the indomitus uh book 
is, basically. is all of the Warhammer lore you're currently absorbing just being fed into your beard? I think so. <laughs> I think that's what's happening. You know, I've been thinking about starting a Warhammer painting channel on YouTube just because I, I, I enjoy it so much. But I don't <laughs> think I can take on another project right now. I mean, honestly, what I, would you do? Just have a camera and like paint as you normally do and just speed through it. That way, you, yeah, you're not. You don't have to. You don't have to worry about making content. You're already making the content. You're just fast forwarding the yeah. relevant bits. We'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It's just a thought that I have. But Isaac, I feel like we need to get going. I. You know, we we have a lot to discuss, and we are going to talk about the future of the Super Swole Bros uh, episodes coming up pretty soon. Uh, so next episode, we should have a little bit more content for you. Mainly because we're planning on meeting up beforehand to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, all right, guys, until next time, stay safe out there. Get your swole on. Kangaroo Sensei is watching and play some damn good video games. This is the Super Swole Bros. Down and out. Watch out for me with flamethrowers. <laughs>